0: In today's episode, we're enjoying another tea party with our wonderful resident astrologer, Jackie Sapp. We're saying goodbye to Virgo season and welcoming in all the opportunities and beauty of Libra season. Jackie will also be sharing updates on the upcoming solar eclipse and other fun cosmic dealings.
1: Welcome to Starlight Tea, where we're serving the tea for living a magically creative life. I'm Christy Cook.
0: And I'm Belinda Boring. Starlight Tea Podcast, a member of the Once Upon a Podcast Network, is brought to you by a Starlight and Moonbeams a team of authors and creators whose goal is to bring more magic and creativity to life. Like the stars and the moon, our mission is to share our light in the darkness, guiding others to discover their own light to shine forth too. To receive notifications of new episodes of Starlight Tea and new issues of Moonbeams Magazine, as well as exclusive gifts and offerings, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at at ofstarlightatmoonbeams.com.
1: So, blendo what's in your cup this week?
0: I have pink lemonade. Ah! And it's in a new tumbler that I got from my um, farmer's market. It says love is in the air and it's a skeleton with a gas mask on. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't have any full cups yet. So this is the closest I can get kind of Halloween-ish kind of thing. So that's what I'm drinking today, and I'm starting to look at the different teas I can drink. In my life cup, just trying to get my articles in for the upcoming magazine, which is exciting. It's on fall and Maven. Working hard. It's a busy work week, busy in my garden. Things, I don't know if they're winding down or sparking up, but there's a lot of stuff still going on in my garden. So that's exciting. I've been looking at different recipes. I'm going to try and make some roasted pepper and tomato soup with mm-hmm. some of the tomatoes that I have. So I'm excited for that. Um, the landlord's been in and out with his father giving us a new bathtub, which is exciting. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's, just, it's busy, busy appointments and people coming and going. And there was two days that I think I forgot what the day was. And I, I was mm-hmm. behind and not knowing what's going on. And so I'm hoping to get a little bit more organized where I at least know what day it is. So yeah, what about you, Christy? What's in your cup?
1: Well, I am drinking water in my Salt Life cup, which is a very beachy cup, even though I am totally ready for fall, especially after working on this magazine, which I'm so excited by the time this airs, this episode goes live, it will be out. And I've been waiting like all year to do our fall issues. <laughs> because they're so magical and so fun. Um, the season is just full of magic all around us. So it, it's just fun to pull it all together. And also getting ready for my trip. So Belinda and I will be spending Mabon together. Our ceremony will be streaming live from Sedona, which we're very excited about. And so, yeah, I've got packing to do and some final arrangements. Transportation arrangements and yeah, just getting everything together for that. I'm so excited! Can't wait to see Beninda in person again. It's been
0: like, huh, like five years, I think. Pencon was the last time we saw each other. We went to was it Winchester? We went to we went somewhere in Kansas. We went to Lawrence. That's it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and we had tacos. I remember. We that. did. <laughs>
1: So yeah, I'm excited for that. And then Oh, also, it it is really busy here because I have that. I will be announcing our new Sacred Circles, which starts with a series of three one-off circles that will be going on in October and November, and then announcing the 16-week journey that we're going to be offering for the new year. And so, working on all of that to get everything pulled together for that so we can start telling everybody about it. And the trip and the magazine and the podcast and some other things going on. So I feel that frazzle. Granted, it's been a holiday week, a short week. So I think that throws us off as well. But yeah, also like not knowing what day it is or doing, I'm finding myself doing just really dumb things because my head is, I'm not being present is what I'm not being. Like putting my bag of tea in the refrigerator while I put something else next to the teapot. (laughs) Just, just you know, and I'll as soon as I close the cat, the cabinet, or the refrigerator, or whatever I'm doing, really weird. I'm like, wait a minute, what are you doing? So, I'm at least catching myself, which will be as good because I'm not leaving like dairy out overnight or anything because <laughs> that would not be good, but <laughs> yeah, I'm just a little too frazzled, and I know that so. I'm trying to make some very conscious strides to come present throughout the day and to ground in and center, become centered because I, yeah, there's just so much going on that it's easy to get pulled in all these different directions. My place is a mess. I'm tearing it apart because I am clearing out as much of my belongings as possible and selling off inventory, by the way, I will just say right now that we are having a 40% fall clearance sale on the Starlight Moonbeam shop if anybody wants to check that out anyway i'm just trying to get clear out some inventory and stuff i don't need anymore i guess it's that season it's fall it's time to purge to let go of what's not needed and there's so much more than you realize and sometimes that gets overwhelming too. it's just looking around and saying oh my god how does one person accumulate all this stuff in a couple of years
0: i mean i don't even know i don't know so yeah that's what's going on you get settled and you want to make your house a home because that same energy I've been feeling over here, looking around and going, yeah. Oh my gosh, I got a lot of shit. Like when's the last time <laughs> I used that? I bought that with the intention of using it and that was 10 years ago and I've never used it. And so yeah. this next week I told my whole family, I said, we're going through stuff and we're tossing it. And if we're wrong and we actually do need it, we'll just go out and, and get it. But it's time. Yeah. It's time to let go of the things that hinder
1: right? I'm sitting here laughing.
0: Why? (laughs) It is.
1: Oh, because I'm in the same way. But we have, of course, Jackie here, who is a feng shui (laughs) expert. (laughs) And she's probably like, oh my goodness, what is wrong with these girls? (laughs) Clutter, clutter, clutter. And normally when it's all put away and it looks nice, it's not too awfully cluttered. Uh, I will not say the minimalist, but I'm trying to get that way. But yeah, Jackie would probably be like, girl clean this up i do try to arrange all of my rooms according to the bagua map so i am actually and it does make a difference it does make that energy flow a little bit better but beyond that yeah right now it's just a disaster area and it just feels like that on my insides as well as my outsides but part of the process when you're going through change big change you have you've, you've got to do that and just be in the goo of the chrysalis as you're melting away and getting rid of all the crap, and you can become the a
0: butterfly. A butterfly, <laughs> I'm like, ew, yeah. the goo. I don't want to be goo. <laughs> I just know want my wings already, right? It's uncomfortable.
1: I well we all do, but you know, that's not how life goes. You gotta you gotta earn your wings and let them form and unfold as they are supposed to.
0: You force it and you're just gonna drop to the ground and die. So I think if Jackie came to my house, your eyes would start to twitch and you'd be (laughs) like, Oh no,
2: oh no, get me out of here, get me it's pretty cluttered. (laughs) I just I've a two year old, so I just give you comfort some kind of ideas on how to like you know picking up new tumblers all the time that's one thing i quit doing way long time ago just because my cupboard was so full of all kinds of coffee honestly- tumblers They fall out.
0: And my mother was like, why do you need this? And then I'm at the store and I'm like, look at that tumbler. It's so pretty. I need it. Are you going to get rid of your other ones? Of course. So I bring the other ones out to go through and I'm like, oh, I love this one, though. I love this one. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've been like that with uh, coffee cups. I've been buying coffee cups that are like astrology or witchy or, you know, something it has a saying about moons and stars, which were of starlight moon, you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, they're starting to uh, pile up here. <laughs> I don't need a whole big collection of these. So, no. yeah, it's easy to
0: happen.
2: Yes, very so, easy.
0: anyway. You get these new things. You're like, oh, I'm going to use it. It's going to be so good. And you reach back to your old favorite cup. You use the same one. And the brand new one just sits there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I use (laughs) mine. Yeah. So
1: anyway, our cups are (laughs) overflowing, not necessarily with what we want them to be overflowing with, but they are. But what about you, Jackie? What's What's in your cup?
2: Well, it's a plain old glass, and it's water. And I also have a little bit of coffee left in my Contigo cup because I like to keep my coffee hot. And in my life, I guess, it's been very busy with the garden. I have a quite the, quite the garden. So it's been busy canning. And at this time of year, we start to pick stuff because I'm in Canada, so it'll be freezing pretty soon. So we picked mm. over a hundred pounds of potatoes, for example. We picked uh, over a hundred pounds of carrots just lately as well. Canning tomatoes. Can you adopt me? <laughs> <laughs> I you've didn't got pick healthy farm. No, wow. no, it's just a small garden, but it just produces like crazy, and tons and tons of tomatoes and whatever else. So I've been canning and doing all that kind of wow. thing. And of course, astrology readings, a lot of them this week just came up and then monthlies. So it's been quite busy and I'm planning on and thinking of new offerings, like something like, uh, I don't know, astrology for, you know, like the novice or the intermediate and and seeing how that's going to go about. We'll see. It's just plans. It's all plans. So it's been busy because I'm always thinking. And of course, yeah, you're amazing. (laughs) Yes, amazing. And feng shui wise, my house is not like that great. Like this (laughs) week with the sewing, and I had these drapes to do, so it took all the areas I had my machines on this table where I do my office stuff. And I was because it was just too big to with a wall behind where the real machines are, and it was crazy my whole house felt like a disaster with all that they finally (laughs) picked them up yesterday goodbye 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 it just yes leave leave me all this stuff i just get back to normal and cleaned up this room again and it feels so much better feels like i can think again so that's what's in my cup. man
0: sounds like you've got your fingers in so many different pies (laughs) (laughs) it's three I haven't had lunch yet so (laughs) I'm like Christy we might need to go for a road trip and visit Jackie I want to see your garden that it produces all of this and do canning and things like that like that kind of thing I never thought that it would appeal to me growing up Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and now I just I on my Christmas wish list is a pressure canner because I've got a water canner I want a pressure canner and yeah, all mm-hmm. that kind of thing, it just it fascinates me and being able yeah. to be self-reliant and stuff like that. So yeah, we get to yeah. harvest our potatoes in two weeks. The mm-hmm. stalks have all fallen and they're starting to die. Yeah. So that's right. That's when you do it. <laughs> we would be getting no hundred pounds, but
2: it would be nice to get some. So and twenty plants. It. Twenty plants. <sighs> country girl at heart so Libra season is definitely with that for us especially in Canada or in the northern states like you know we have to harvest at this time and it's like at like very end of Virgo season beginning of of uh, Libra season it's definitely we gotta pick everything before it freezes and so that's the way it goes
1: yeah that makes sense
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: that's a great segue. So let's get started. Serve the tea.
2: So Libra season, right? September 23rd till October 23rd. This year in the US and Canada, of course, and in England and those kind of places, they tend to have it on the 22nd. They're a few hours early. So, you know, it's, Libra season coincides with fall equinox. And the sun moves into the Cardinal's air sign, which gives us the green light to soak up all the fall's vibes. However, it is much more than swapping our wardrobes and eating squash. It's more like, you know, it's a time for bolstering partnerships because it's Libra. Cultivating balance in every area of your life allowing airtime for both sides of any discussion, arguments, or prioritizing harmony, cooperation, and fairness above all else with, with Libra. It's also the time to get your ducks in a row following the third Mercury retrograde of the year, you know, which ran from August 23rd to September 15th in Virgo. And then Pluto becoming direct in October 11th. And close on its heels, like on the 14th, is the eclipse, the solar eclipse, so we have to prepare ourselves for that massive, stunning, potentially thrilling changes. Thanks to that second eclipse of the year, which kicks off on October fourteenth, with um, the new moon in Libra. More on that a little in a bit, but uh, and the Mars and the planet of action begins its journey in its home sign of Scorpio. So relationship stakes have never been higher, especially on the heels of Venus retrograde finally getting out of that shadow period too. So it's, yeah, relationships are quite busy. So what, the, what will this vibe be? What will the mood be? Well, the Libra, as an astrological sign, is ruled by Venus, the planet of relationships, beauty, art, money, values. And Libra is drawn to and thrives on socializing, often striving to be the host with the most. You know, so look no further than for us in Canada, we have Thanksgiving during Libra season, Mm -hmm. and Halloween decor, you know, is happening during Libra season. They don't wait till Scorpio season, usually. And, you know, it's creating aesthetically memorable moments. Anybody born with Libra placements in their birth charts, meaning Libra being one of their big three the sun, the moon, or the rising, or the big six, which includes Venus, Mars, and Saturn, might be driven to set the scene that's buzzy, blissful, and very eye-catching. You know, that's Libra. Libra. That's me. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the other thing with Libra is that it ab- abhors conflict. And it'll go out of its way to preempt any conflict. There's a need for them to create balance and see uh, both sides of any given issue. In most cases, they're the natural peacemakers and mediators, but they're also the most go-getters. Most people don't realize that about Libra. They are the go-getters. They are the most uh, initiative-taking ones of all the air signs, including Gemini and Aquarius. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. so... While they're seriously prefer not to butt heads to get their plans going, Libra is wired to dive headfirst into ambitious projects. And Libra is also associated with the seventh house of partnerships. So they may love hosting a crowd, but are actually most content when they're pairing up and connecting with a loved one or a dear friend on -on one-on-one basis. If one sign's the most susceptible to being a monogamist, It is this one. They are so loyal. All that said, while the sun moves through the sign during Libra season, we will be more aware of the state of our one-on-one bonds. You could find that you are more inspired than you would previously be without, you know, about online dating, for example, or it becomes very apparent that a particular friendship is peppered with red flags. It may be as simple as realizing that you're the most productive working on a professional project with a colleague versus a group, like one person. Or deciding to go out and work out with a personal trainer, one-on-one, as opposed to going alone or as a group activity. So it makes us aware of the issues of injustice and imbalance that must be addressed, both in our personal lives and also in our world. So what can you expect for 2023? I bet you that's what you're wondering. Yes, (laughs) no. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Of course, we all think, wow, you know, the sun moves through Libra every year. So what's the difference? But the moon and other planets each have their own unique paths through the sky, making a unique astrological picture of Libra season that differs from one, one season's Libra to the next. So this year, Libra season is following the third retrograde, like I said before, and Mercury, which is the planet of communication, which is the Mercury retrograde. So Mercury is the planet of communication, transportation, and technology will finally move forward during Libra season. And now you can apply whatever you've been reflecting on and revisiting during the Mercury retrograde. And then we have October 11th. Guess what? Pluto moves direct. And it's been retrograde since May. So it does that for approximately five months every year. Anyhow, and during those five months, we have been given breathing space in order to take stock of how the transformation is progressing. It's also been giving us the opportunity to make some voluntary changes, typically letting go of something or someone before we're forced into it. And Now that Pluto's motion has ended and the planet has turned direct, this breathing space comes to an end. And for many of us that effect is that it'll feel like events are spiraling out of control. And that's because we feel as though change is being forced upon us. As it is currently transiting Capricorn, the major changes are taking place in the structures around which our society is based the law and order, justice, government, rules, regulations, all that stuff. So on a personal level, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like we need more disruption there. (laughs) I know, I know. But it needs to come to a head. I think that's- it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Just going,
1: yeah, just going back to what I was saying, you got to get through the hard stuff. You just got to keep working through it in order for that transformation to happen. So here we go.
2: Just like you did with your house. It looks like in shambles now while you're trying to clutter clear. And that's the way it always is. You take everything out of the cupboards and then it looks like crap. And then you put everything back. Well, that's kind of like how Pluto works. Yeah. On a personal level, Pluto's cosmic influence is about reshaping the structure of our individual lives. Perhaps by shifting methods of working or changing the way we schedule our, our activities. All of this can seem unsettling or even unfair it's only later that we appreciate pluto's work since it never ever tears down anything that doesn't that it doesn't then replace with something better. Oh, I so, love that yeah, I yeah. Especially so because the-
1: i'm feeling that <laughs> I'm already <laughs> feeling that the those kinds of changes is exactly what's happening, so that's a that's a relief that. Know something uh-huh. better is coming.
2: Yes, definitely. Yay. So the key is to practice acceptance on, of what's going on around you. And the more we fight the inevitable, the inevitable changes that are coming, the more painful the journey will be. So all of the signs mm-hmm. have a chance to review their current life situation over the next few months and get ahead by accepting that change that they cannot change the change that they is coming no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we have the second eclipse season. So it'll be full swing throughout the whole Libra season.
1: I, I just wanted to ask if you could, and I think you were just getting ready to do this, um tell us more what does that mean what's you know, because a lot of people they know, okay, an eclipse is when the moon goes in front of the sun or the sun goes out, but that's not necessarily there's different types of eclipses and what's going on in everything. so let's um I was just gonna ask if you could clarify that and let us know exactly what these different kinds are and what they mean.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, the solar eclipse and the new moon will be at 21 degrees, eight minutes on October 14th at 1055 uh, Pacific or on the 15th at 155 a.m. for Eastern. It'll be in Libra. So the expect major out of the blue shifts, particularly related on one on one relationships, beauty, money all of which are Libran and Venusian themes. In particular, these times are marked with tremendous change. And this year, we're going to be experiencing four eclipses, two solar, two lunar. These eclipses will be affecting people with the planetary placements of Libra and Aries the most, as well as those with any of your big three in the seventh or first house as well. Your big three and the seventh and first house. And especially if your rising sign is Aries or Libra, since your first house of self-image or your seventh house of your long-term commitments and relationships will be the most illuminated by those powerful transits. It will also affect those born between 27 and 30 degrees of the cardinal signs, which are Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, uh, the starters of the zodiac. They're all the initiators. And so each of these zodiac signs seasons begin with either solstice or equinox that's why they're cardinals and they're focused oh, wow. greatly on new beginnings ideas starting something fresh these people have the fire and the drive to get things rolling but they're not necessarily the ones to get things completed <laughs> <laughs> so, <I> just <laughs> felt. <laughs> i
0: felt attacked (laughs) because i was like yeah and i'm thinking like the past couple of the past couple weeks i've had all these really big ideas like business wise and and things that have got me excited and so i thought that and then when you said but they don't necessarily get them complete i'm like yeah i'm big at getting ideas but I don't always yeah. follow through, so yeah, that made. <laughs> I'm sorry, that made me laugh. I'm like, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, we were all like, yes, and they're like, oh, ow. <laughs> <The arms laughs> but I, did, I, I, I didn't mean it for it to be an ow. What happens is know. other people start to influence the the ideas, I guess that you're getting. People will start to offer their two cents worth or they want to to you need their money or their resources to help you and the first thing you know it's not your project anymore and so then it doesn't feel like meh then you don't feel like completing it because it's not yours anymore and it's so important for it to feel like yours that's why you know the fire goes when
0: yeah.
2: yeah the fire is on when it's completely yours and it's kind of snuffs out a bit when other people start to add stuff. That's why it's it's hard to get them completed. It's not because of your fire. Okay? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That
0: makes a lot of sense. I'm thinking back of some projects that have stalled. And it's because it, you're right. I've tried to nail like, why is this? Because it doesn't feel like my own. It, yeah. it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have that same spark again. So it's either... Up for me to let it go or to find a way to make it my own again, and so yeah, and that makes a lot of sense,
2: yeah, exactly. Ah. So remember, though, those cardinal signs will be feeling this eclipse season more than anyone. So you haven't been hit directly by eclipses since 2020, so there may be some cobwebs to clear out. These eclipses may rock your boat at times, but it will. Get you locked into the fastest route to your ideal destination. Themes, yeah. So themes will include a focus on yourself, your career, your relationships, your home. Basically, you're getting all your kinks ironed out so that you can move into balance and harmony.
1: What if we like our kinks? (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) then you. Sorry, you're talking to a couple of romance writers.
2: Uh, I know, I know. But I'm talking about the kinks ironed out that, that are not just like not working for you. Yeah. You know, like You know, that, yeah. that are the roadblocks. So, yeah, the other signs that are going to be the most affected are going to be the ones born between zero and seven degrees of the fixed signs, the Taurus, the Leo, the Scorpio, the Aquarius. Think of the fixed signs as the ones who keep the bonfire rolling. They have the tenacity, the tenacity, the effortless power to see what needs to be done and then to go ahead and do it. These are the ones you call on. <laughs> yeah.
0: That These is the... Christy in a
2: nutshell. <laughs> yeah, I know. These you are the Seven ones... degrees sun in Leo. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. These are the ones you want to call upon when you need advice or you want to brainstorm on strategy. Starting smack dab in the middle between the solstices and the equinoxes, these signs are focused on momentum. So, if you're like me, I'm a fixed sign, plus in the early degrees, I'm at two degrees, and Christy, who's like Leo, at seven degrees, get ready for some major shakeups. This 2023 eclipse will bring light to any imbalances in your relationships. And you may be called to make some tough decisions to restore harmony and balance. But this is also a very great opportunity to bring balance to your material possessions and values. While it can be difficult for a fixed sign to be open to change, this is the change that you've been craving. So trust and surrender to the rapid change coming your way. There's nothing to be gained by clinging on to what's old and dead in your life, in my life. I should be talking just about me here <laughs> in my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, and if you're a mutable sign, don't think you're going getting out of this like a mutable sign, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius and Pisces. You're harder to nail down and it's more difficult to get a straight answer from you. But you are the ones who will take the idea all the way home to completion. You may often be thought as having your head in the clouds, but that is because you live in the world of creativity. And most other signs really don't have that access. Like as creatives, you probably have Pisces or the 12th house in your, in your, sign, in your chart anyway. So that's why you, you've got this. These signs begin the tail end of each season and they focus on completion. So for these signs, the eclipse season is all about transformation. The 2023 eclipse will help you release any outdated beliefs or thought patterns that are no longer serving you. Embrace this opportunity to shed old skin and step into a new version of yourself. While you're generally good with change and always going with the flow, you're going to need to tap into that quality even more during these eclipses. You're, you already know what needs to leave your life and it's safe to say the past is at the top of your list. Know this, like everybody, eclipse energy is much more chaotic than any regular new or full moon, so you want to refrain from doing any ritualized manifestations during an eclipse so leave those crystals alone don't bring them out. I did that the first year i I didn't realize there was an eclipse and I had brought it out during was it a full moon yeah, it was a full moon. three of them broke three of them oh my gosh like yeah, they broke, not shattered, but they kind of like a slice came off each of them of those three. So be careful of that. Instead, take action steps towards your goal during these transits. So eclipses are powerful astrological events that have long been revered and even feared by people, by humans. Before we had a deep understanding of astrology, eclipses were thought of as bad omens of bad times ahead.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, just imagine you don't know anything about astrology or calendars or anything. And all of a sudden the moon goes away. <laughs> the yeah, sun goes right. away. And, and you're, it, yeah, I would think that would be a bad omen too, you know, when you live back then. So, yeah, it's like, exactly. What <laughs>
2: exactly. But luckily now we live in a world full of information and millennia of collective human experience and eclipses are seen as portals to the future and not as uh, ba- like you know, scary times anymore. Yeah. But eclipses don't mess around. They speed up timelines. They make what inevitably happens occur much faster. Alternatively, they can completely change the course of your life which can be jarring when you feel like you were going the right direction. But the moral of the story is that eclipses are here to course correct when necessary. Think of them as your cosmic drivers who intervene to ensure that you're on the path to what's best and for your highest interest. So it's an opportunity to slow down and trust that the universe has your back. It's best not to try to do anything during eclipses but simply be slow down be yeah yeah easier said than done i know
0: (laughs) right
1: (laughs) it seems like for every sign there's gonna be some kind of change or transformation during these this eclipse season just yeah. how that change um, either shakes you up or comes in at, a, at you at a different from a different way, it's going to happen. So can you remind us what are the dates so when we're going through all this, we're not like, what the hell is going on? Maybe we'll yeah. remember what, what Smart Jackie told us.
2: Yeah, October 14th, 15th, that's the solar eclipse. And then October okay. 29th is the lunar eclipse, but that'll be in Scorpio oh. season. So we'll talk about that later.
0: Okay, that's a day after mark's birthday too that's right before Samhain and day
2: of the dead yeah so portals eclipses are portals like I mean that's why the veils are so thin between the worlds Mm -hmm. during a portal but at the same time with an eclipse it's like it's just sucking you in so yeah so it's really better for you in the long run to slow down, see what comes from eclipse season rather than efforting and trying to make something specific happen. So because you're as working a, with chaos, right? That's right. That's right. And also course correcting.
0: Yeah. And if you know the universe is going into chaos and that's what it's for, just I think you just write it out because, yeah, if you fight against it, it's just you're still going to get there, but it'll be more. It's pencil. still going to course correct
1: you.
2: But yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be more extreme. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or you may embrace realize, the chaos. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Embrace the chaos and surrender. Surrender to it. Surrender. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, as a solar eclipse, this new moon packs way more punch since it is the second eclipse and it's a, of a set occurring along the Aries Libra axis from April 20th, 23 to March 29th, 2025. So, there's like, there's always it always works in sets of two and a bit years right the first one was a total solar eclipse in late Aries where we've been focusing on building our independence and working on our assertiveness all the way since April and this October eclipse in Libra prompts us to consider healthy relating and how it affects the process so and a solar eclipse at approximately the same degree of Libra last occurred in October at October 14th, 2004. And before that was October 12th, 1996. So, and October 12th, 1997, if you want. And an eclipse set along the Aries-Libra axis most recently occurred on the 2013 to 2016 axis. And before oh, that, wow. 2004, 2006. So you can, did what did you start during those times? Like, you know, if you think about it, you can actually look back and see what you started. Did you do it independently or did you set yourself up with a mentor, a partner or another person? In 2013 is when I started studying the energy clearing, the feng shui and started my first year of astrology studies. So like it's brought me to this. It's also during that time that I I retired and started doing this full time, you know, so it's kind of cool when you look back and see what did those things give me? What did I do during that time? What did I start? But it's also going to be conjunct the south node of destiny, right? So use the eclipse to focus on self-empowerment, self-confidence, release of people-pleasing tendencies, acceptance of chaos as catalysts, and raising your relationship standards. Yeah, You've got to raise those relationship standards. You can't just let it ride. Accept to be a doormat. You can't do that anymore. You've got to raise your standards. Libra's tendency is to prioritize harmony over all else, and we'll be asked to let go of whatever no longer serves us within our relationships, and be okay with that void space that may take place before newer, more aligned relationships arrive. And this one's called an annular solar eclipse. So I think that was your question before. What's the difference between a total solar eclipse and an annular annular the moon doesn't quite cover the sun completely it, you can see a ring around it uh, so mm. is that uh, the fire yeah. ring? yeah it's the like a fire, fire ring. whatever they yeah, call it. yeah yeah it's called an annular moon but you know because it's about that circular thing mm-hmm. so it it'll bring out the cultural sides of everyone people will feel rooted to their own traditions or at least around that time Get ready to witness and wear those flowy dresses with a a pinch of fashion and grace. You could find yourself hosting and attending parties or get-togethers. Be prepared for going out to restaurants more often, seeing more gentle manners, people opening their doors for you. Seeing the intellectual sides of people will be out of the, in the open as well as a result of this solar eclipse. Holding intellectual discussions on various topics would be fun and refreshing you know at this time and love and romance will be high dress up you know be in the fashion soft modes to attract your crushes the portrayal of decent and polite manners will be a bonus rude people and behaviors will just not be tolerated people will really step up to the plate and say hey don't you know like don't do that isn't that cool to hear that like in, yeah. in libra season civility right yeah.
0: Yeah. and
2: respect and yeah. yeah yeah so you may be welcoming change and also know the right things to say to others and as well as in public your social intelligence will increase but it can also make you feel somewhat indecisive you may take a little too long to decide on almost anything under the sun. And you would try to avoid those confrontations, which would have problems for you. <laughs> what? You're laughing again. <laughs> I'm in, in, indecisive anyway, so yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <And> that's Libra. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Libra. But on the same hand, it makes you even a little bit more and you may miss an opportunity because of it because you just think too long. So major developments in the personal areas ruled by Libra in our charts are likely to occur over the coming months. So right now is a good time to build our negotiating skills without compromising our principles or needs and without resorting to appeasement. We also have the opportunity with this potent Libra energy to make important changes in our lives. Libra teaches us to learn to make peace with those around us and make harm and have harmony in our environments. Libra energies uh, have an, an innate ability for and love of synthesizing opposites. Peace and harmony are the goals, but there's a fine balancing act involved along the way that requires some commitment and effort. And this new moon brings fresh creative energy into our lives and more specifically into our relationships. So so isn't that, that's really good as far as I'm concerned with the eclipse. Like, I like to see the good parts of the eclipses. Yeah. Yeah. The benefits that yeah. come from it. Yeah. So any questions about the eclipses before I move on to Mars? No. <laughs> you? I think yep. we, yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. in for
1: a ride is what it sounds like.
2: Yeah. About this. Yeah, because right now, like with that new moon as well and that eclipse, the Mars-Saturn trine at this time can help us see the value of pacing ourselves and keeping our feet on the ground, like being realistic, not our heads in the clouds all the time. And then, of course, like I said, we have Mars, the planet of action, energy, sex. We'll move through Scorpio from October 12th <laughs> to November 24th. So it spans half of Libra season, all of Scorpio season, and the first few days of Sag season. So as it begins to move through the intimacy craving, transformation-seeking sign of scorpion, of the scorpion, we'll all be more inclined to pass on, um, on superficial conversations, for example. Seek deeper emotional connections, and perhaps fixate and dig our heels when it comes to our greatest desires. This transit will actually bring powerful energy that can manifest into heightened passion, ambition, determination. Scorpio's influence can amplify Mars' tendency towards intensity and impulse, which can result in conflicts and power struggles, even in Libra season. Hmm. Hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. However, knowing this ahead of time does tend to help us reflect before speaking, perhaps. Like, you know, just having a heads up will give us that that little bit of maybe i should breathe before i say something <laughs> so jump it in yeah but the best thing about this transit is that it offers an opportunity for transformation and growth since scorpio's energy encourages deep introspective introspection and healing and the most positive effect is increased energy and motivation i said previously mars is associated with action so, it can inspire you to take bold steps and pursue your goals with vigor, leading to increased productivity, creativity, and a greater sense of purpose and direction in your life. It can also be a time of increased physical activity and exercise. So, it helps you get moving, taking better care of your health. It leads to physical fitness, better sleep, overall well being. Of course, it's associated with sexual energy as well. So, increased passion and enthusiasm, you know, always in relationships, and leads to deeper connections, more fulfilling relationships, and greater sense of love and intimacy. Finally, it helps society as a whole since Mars is associated with assertiveness, courage, and leadership, inspiring us to speak up for our beliefs and taking action to make positive changes in our communities. It can enhance the activism, social progress, and greater sense of collective purpose and responsibility. But be wary of the negative effects too, so it can make people more impulsive and prone to more anger, or quick to anger. Because Mars is associated with impulsivity, there can be risk of accidents, burns, or even health problems. Impulsive decisions may lead to financial setbacks as well. But there's a heck of a lot more positive than there are negative. So so let's keep this positive vibe going like with with the Mars energy. Helps with our health, helps with everything. Gets us moving
0: and stuff. it, It made me think, like, I don't know if I'm missing the mark here, but I always, like we learned like with the wheel of the year with the different seasons we're in fall. And then we start heading towards where we're starting to hibernate, slow down, take it easy, go inward. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like Mars is like, Oh, we're not sleeping just yet. We're not taking a break here. Take, uh, I need you to take some more steps. I need you to, to do this. It's still keeping that ball rolling. And then I thought, personally, these are the times of year where I'm more active, like traditionally in the in the past, where I do more things in the burr months. Uh, so I just, I thought that it was interesting. Yeah, because I always wondered, why don't I slow down? I usually slow during the spring. That's when I'm pretty slow in the first half of the year, and then I start taking action and doing things like in the second half. And so, yeah, that just, it made me start thinking like, ooh, And then it's a good thing because for those of us who still want to accomplish a few things before the end of the year, Mars is going to help us do that. Mars is there to give us that nice, healthy, cosmic push of, okay, keep walking, keep moving, Mm -hmm. go and do those things that you want to do. You know, you can take a nap afterwards. You can slow down and and be reflective then. So I like that. Again, it's that, it's, it's that like that push, like with the harvest, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, know, right? you exactly. still got to do stuff. It's not time to just stop because it's harvest season. Well, it's not time to stop because Mars is making its play, and with everything that's going on, just keep moving forward through the chaos, surrender to it and keep focused on your goals.
2: Yeah. So what
0: yeah. a time. Like this yeah. sounds
2: like Yes. And Mars doesn't and make good usually use. Like, you know, Mars comes into Scorpio only every two and a bit years. So it's not like it, it's not its natural place. Well, it is its its ruler, one of its rulers. But I mean, it's not there that often. So this is like the yeah. year with the eclipse just happening, like, you know, giving you that that new focus. And then you get Mars to kind of like Push, push, push. It seems like this is the year where we can get something off the ground. And yes, as the wheel of the year goes, after that push of Mars, you're going to get into, like, you know, Sagittarius season. Like, you know, you'll be through the whole Scorpio and then it'll just start the the Sag season. And that's when we start to slow down. Like, you know, then it'll be the winter solstice pretty close and you'll be actually slowing down. So it's not, it's not like rev up. It's not totally, it's rev up at that time, but then it, it'll it move on to Sagittarius, right? So from Scorpio to Sag, so it'll change, definitely change the vibe. I love
0: how everything works out and it all, it they all go hand in hand. Like mm-hmm. nature in the universe, it just, it's there to set us up uh, for our success and for abundance and things like that. So, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I hope as long as you out. know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. As long, that's right. Like it kind of gives you a heads up, right? Astrology gives you yeah. a heads up of what's coming, especially with the transits. Like uh, a natal reading will give you like, okay, this is your, the mold, I guess you might've been born yeah. into and how you can grow. Like how, like what the universe wants you to grow into. And then you get all these transits that are kind of pushing you to do a little bit more growth and pushing you to, to be able to handle different things. And when you know what they are, they're less scary. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you learn to work with them and that's why we're, especially me, I'm so adamant about, working with the wheel of the year and the energies that we're cycling through every year is because for so long, when I wasn't aware, or maybe I knew what, you know, I should be doing, but I wasn't. um, It's like pushing against the wind, you know, Mm -hmm. a strong wind, and it's Mm -hmm. just more exhausting and more tiring. And then you add in the astrological energy going on, and that can either push against you harder or... You can learn how to move with it and Mm -hmm. and just make life easier more balanced peaceful make manifesting easier so that's why i love that you're doing this with us jackie and that you share your insight and your wisdom and your perspective of how all of this is going to affect us because i know there's uh interpretation, there's intuition, and you're so highly intuitive and so connected into it that um, I just love that perspective that you bring to all the transits and what's going on and, you know, look at the positive. I love that. And it's not just all doom and gloom and be careful and go hide
2: in your, your <laughs> blanket for it, you know? <laughs> no, actually, it's more opportunistic than anything else. Like you know yeah, like that, yeah. you can you can actually seize the moment or you can seize that energy to do something or not to do just be like this yeah. is a time of rest for yeah. a bit like you know that that week of solar return yeah. uh, solar eclipse so it's a sometimes it's a time to rest and, and back up and look like that's what's happening with all the retrogrades, right like you back up. You rethink, you reformulate, you you reassess what you need to do, and then it's time to go forward again. So, it's it's a time like when you know when the season is. Like if I was trying to start a whole new business during all these retrogrades, oh my god, that would have been like, am I butting my head against the brick wall here or what? Yeah, but yeah. but when you know, then it's kind of like okay, it's time to put the the cross the T's and and put the dots on the I's and and check out if I've made any mistakes. And and maybe I need to work this out a little bit more or edit something. So it's kind of very, very helpful. It's helpful for most people. Uh, A lot of people get the monthlies now like steadily. I was surprised. I thought they'd only get it like once or twice or three times maybe. But I have like a, a good list that wants it every single month. And it, it goes with oh, your cool. lunar return. Like, you know, so when, like not everybody's lunar returns at the same time. So when is your lunar return? When is your personal full moon? When is your personal new moon? Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's, uh, it makes a big difference. When does the moon touch your Saturn? That That time you're feeling a little bit more, you know, like a little more emotionally repressed uh, but at the same time, you can get a lot done, especially if you're angry. And like, you know, when you're very emotional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if the sun is opposite your Saturn, what's going on? Like, you know, like it gives you the perspective of how to work with your days. And yeah. each day is you're explained. Like in the magazine, I do write like for each day, but that's for everybody. And when I right. do a personal one, it's different. Like, you know, there, I mean, it's not different. you still have that, but you add on to what it's affecting, how it's affecting you personally and how it's affecting. Yeah. Um, You're
1: drilling down.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like Belinda got that, free uh, excerpt there. I don't know if you enjoyed it or not, but, or even. I did. At us, but... I
0: want one. I want you yeah. to do
2: another one. I found it <laughs> okay. very helpful. Uh, okay. Okay. See, that's what I mean. That's how it goes. People. Once they start, it's kind of, you get hooked on it and you know what's happening the next day. You're not going to jump into, uh, let's say if it's Mars fiery energy, for example, you're not going to go, you know, you know you're more prone to accidents or something like that. So you're not going to be going, driving around like a crazy person or uh, rushing around where you could easily spring your ankle or something. You know, you know that that's in the air. You've got to be careful. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That is cool. Yeah. I'm gonna. I I need. Well, I'm on a spending stand, ice right now, but um. Okay, yeah. so to recap, through, mm-hmm. Li- for, through Libra through season, um, we are entering the time of partnerships and relationships. Mm-hmm. But come the new moon in Libra, right? Yeah. So that is around October fourteenth. Tw- yeah okay that's, right. that's that's the eclipse that's when we just need to be mm-hmm.
2: that's and right
1: just right right out the chaos and the shake up and all the transformation that's coming and then shortly mm-hmm. after that is when mars goes into pluto and that's going to kind of catalyze us into action again that's,
2: that's right. right that's right that's okay. right so it's good to have the solar re- uh, solar eclipse as the ideas and that pluto is going to make obvious uh chaotic stuff happened just before the eclipse as it goes direct like you know and then and then you get to put action to all that chaos like you know okay i gotta clear this stuff up i gotta clean this up i gotta do things Uh, i gotta pick up my harvest i've got to uh, work on my goals and you have the energy to do it so got it. Yeah. Yay. That's yeah. always good. <laughs> yeah. That's always good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, as thank usual, you. this is fun. This is so fun to yes. do. So I'm happy that yeah, you've asked you asked me to keep on
1: doing it. So. Definitely. I hope our listeners are enjoying it and we would love to hear from you. And especially if you have any questions for Jackie, Any questions for us, anything you would like her to maybe talk about more, you know, for each season, if there's anything that you're just wondering um, or general questions or whatever. She's also available in our group, which is now called Magically Creative Living for Witchy Souls and Spiritual Goddesses. So um, she's very active in our group. And yeah, so thank you so much, Jackie, for Doing this tea party with us again and preparing us for Libra season.
2: You are welcome. I hope to see you, well, obviously in Scorpio season. Next. (laughs) And next up, (laughs) the (laughs) lunar eclipse. That's a little bit more difficult. And Scorpio season. So that'll be cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. We'll see you soon.
0: Thank you so much, Jackie. We love you hey christy what starburst are you going to share today
1: well since we're talking about the stars i'm going to share one of my tarot decks that i like and it's called celestial tarot deck by brian clark and it's is um, it follows the typical tarot structure, but it associates the cards with um, constellations and planets and the moon and different things. And so it gives you a different perspective of the tarot cards. So that is, um, I wanted to give a starburst for that because we're talking about the stars. And what about you, Belinda? What's your starburst today?
0: I think we are thinking alike because I wanted to sh- uh, share Starburst on a new Oracle deck that I received last week. And it is by Yasmin Bolin, artwork by Ali Vermilio. And it is Moonology Messages Oracle. That's what it's called. Um, it's beautiful deck. It's a 48 card deck. And it's uh, the goal of it. It comes with a guidebook. It's to help you to tap into lunar wisdom um, and to help with navigating life with peace, positivity and inner knowing. And this is the second deck, I think. She has another one, too, called just Lunology. Lunology. This is the second one. So, yeah, I was excited when I received this. As part of my Oracle card subscription box, and so I'm. She's a real famous person who knows all about Luna stuff, and so yeah. Says here the ever changing can- moon speaks to those of us who are listening, leaving clues, hints, and messages, which come through as intuition. All we need to do is align with her phases and listen to her whispers. So that is my Starburst. I love that we both shared, um, kind of cosmic, yeah, Yeah. oracle decks. Yeah, me too.
1: Okay, so thank you so much for joining us for this cuppa. Please come back next Wednesday when we'll be serving the tea on another deliciously magical topic. You can find Starlight Tea on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Player FM, and many more. Just check out our link tree to find your favorite
0: platform. And in the meantime, be sure to follow us at Starlight Tea Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok coming soon. And if you have a question or a topic suggestion, feel free to DM us or email hello at starlightteapodcast.com.
1: We hope you'll join us next week. And in the meantime, remember to keep your teacup overflowing so you can serve from the saucer. Now go make some magic.